Welcome back to Cool America. Nick Sneed has arrived, so we're here today. We're gonna say what's up, Nick. What's up? Nick here, the newest member of Third Dark Magic. I'm getting there. We're you, getting there. Hey, you uh, you played pretty well this week. You know, you got two games in this week because Scotty Mack was out on the IR. I don't agree with calling it the IR, by the way. I, I, I don't COVID, the COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh disabled list was actually that offensive i never i was never offended by disabled list i was not that's it's another one of those uh, just one of those things in this country that nobody <laughs> yes. somebody wants them to get famous on twitter about getting it yeah you gotta have something so. i uh i obviously i blame trip rogers for all of that that's all his doing of course yes. yeah it's his fault 100%. Him and everyone from Bethesda, Maryland. So, <laughs> throw Danny, Danny Shanahan in there also. <laughs> Bethesda is the downfall of the country. I don't know. How do we get off the rails this early? I don't know. Let's talk about a national championship game. Here we go. This, uh, this Monday night, it's Friday morning, and so we're here to, to talk about it a little bit. I mean, obviously, Alabama just beat them, uh, what was it, 41-27 in the SEC yeah. championship. Alabama's won seven straight against them. Kirby's 0-4. <laughs> but Georgia's favorite. They are. Two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-unders 52. What, what are you looking at in this game? What are you, where are you um, at? I mean, like we spoke, we talked a little Tuesday. It's how do you go against the master? It's, right. You know, you learn a lot from Saban, but he's not going to teach you everything. Um, just when you get – I. I think this is going to go back to kind of how Clemson versus us a couple years ago when they beat us. Clemson had Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not – Notre Dame never really deserves to be there. Right. You know, they get there because they beat that one team they And because to. they have the name Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. They're right. going to get the TV it's, ratings. It's, if we played one game – if our one game a year was the <laughs> opening game, we yeah. would never – Right. We'd you know, never miss. You know. Um, and once they expand the playoffs, yeah, we're exactly. there forever. <laughs> yeah. But I think – Cincinnati, we did what we had to do. People can say we looked bad. We didn't do anything. We beat yeah. them. All we had to do was beat them. We and just we lined up and ran the ball. The one play we ran that we needed to was a touchdown, 35-yard bomb. Okay, yeah. there you go. And and on top of that, I think I felt like the biggest play in that game was their opening drive. They were moving the ball. They were driving down. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban takes the timeout, talks to the defense. We stop them holding a field goal. If they score there. And they believe they're in that game. Yep, it's completely different. It's a different game. I agree. But made that stop, and all of a sudden now it's like, oh. Uh, because field goals don't beat Alabama. No, you're never going to beat us. I, I said, Every game I say that. <laughs> yes. I said, y'all, they're gonna, you're going to have to score touchdowns to beat us. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think you give the greatest coach to ever coach football. <laughs> yes. that, I mean, let's be honest. They've been preparing for Georgia since. Oh, yeah. since we beat them the yeah, first time. Right. I and, mean, you knew that was going it, to It's back. been looking at the adjustments that will be made, the adjustments Georgia made. What do you think Kirby's adjustments will be? And now, okay, this is how we counteract that. Yep. It's a true chess game uh, between these two. I think something, too, that we noticed is that big number 99 yeah. cannot – if we run hurry up, if he's on the – watch, watch. If he's on the field, yeah. that first down, we are going to run, run – that first drive. Oh, when yeah. We, when we went pop, fast, pop, fast, fast. And fast. he was done. Well, that's he's gas. That's what we're going to do. And gonna, we're going to force them to have to do something. We're not going to throw the ball and stop the clock if right. he's on the field. 
Because all you got to do is run at him four right. plays, and then he and, yeah, he's he's done. Yeah. And and Nick knows about that going into it. I mean, he's had those same type of D linemen yeah. in the past, and he knew where that flaw was, and that's why you've seen him make the adjustments. Yep. Surely, Kurt, I mean, you might not see the guy at all. Mm. <laughs> Only passing downs when you know, like. Yeah, when or, they or, know. Or a fourth and one where you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're going to see him. I don't think he's a factor in the game. Uh, I, will, I will throw some numbers out here. And Alabama, under Nick Saban, is 49 and 35 against the spread. But that's because Alabama's spreads are so inflated. Yeah. You know, every week they get bumped up. Georgia against ranked teams under Kirby, 21 and 13 against the spread. Also not great. Um, I would love to see our number against the spread when it's 15 or below. Oh, yeah. That, that would, I I'll, I'd have to look that one up, and I'm not going to right now. <laughs> I will tell you the underdog is 7-1 and one against the spread in the last eight, to how, eight games. How are you going to give the best team in America? I mean, I mean, I say we're not the best, you, you know. But how are you going to get the, the best <laughs> programs historically? You're going to make them an underdog yeah. again? Again. They didn't learn anything last time. In the biggest game of the year. Do you know who, I, who, is, who I've talked to you that have been the most mad about Alabama being an underdog? Probably the Georgia fans. No. No. Uh, Tuscaloosa Bookies. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I know a few of them. (laughs) Yeah. And they have not enjoyed this. They were like, why does Vegas hate me? But why is it staying right there? Right. It hadn't moved. It hadn't moved. So. They're begging you. It's it's on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, you look at, you know, the game. Uh, Also, under Nick Saban, here's another one. Nick Saban's 17-12-1 against the spread coming off a bye week or with time to prepare which is really not as good as I thought it would be no. until you remember we play LSU every after a bye week yeah. every year. And, and so it's like, okay, and they're, they're a majority of that. And we play someone in that first game that's a good usually, team. usually a good team, but it's like a Washington where, once again, we do enough to win the game. Right. We don't have to show anything. Right, and, and, I mean, we've had some of those where we just absolutely – Drilled Michigan and USC, yeah. you know, some of those, but you know, uh, uh, Louisville, you know, when yeah. nobody knew who the quarterback yeah. would be. But um, at the same time, that's that's against the spread. That's not wins and losses. Yeah, and Nick Saban hadn't been an underdog in any of those. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I he's mean. been a favorite because uh, we, we're not an underdog that often. Um, Georgia is 13 and 6 against the spread in neutral sites under Kirby Smart. Uh, they're only 9 and 5 against the spread this season. You know, this is a team that was rolling along undefeated. They were talking about how great that defense was. 9 and 5 against the spread in yeah. the East? Well, again, again, it's, they don't have an elite quarterback. No, they have a fi- uh, fifth year walk on. Backup. Like, they, yeah, I mean, I, the only thing it's like, we don't have. A back pocket like no curveball to throw them if something goes wrong, like we don't have a tourist right. yeah. on the no, side. No, no, no. There's not another first round draft pick quarterback that happens to be sitting there as a backup, <laughs> yeah. um, unless uh, unless Nick knows something that we don't know and he knows a lot that I don't know. If we if somebody if somebody 
we are very not like we are very thin right now. Yeah, like we are just we have lost by. so many uh, to if injuries. We can just just get through one more game. Yeah. without getting hurt. That, yeah. that offensive line, I don't like. I don't know what more. If we get hit on there, we're done. If B Rob goes down, yeah. Oh yeah, you that, don't I mean, have you any just, more backs. You've you got don't. one. You got one elite wide receiver, which I'm not saying our young receivers yeah. aren't. Jacoby Brooks has all the talent in the yeah. world to be there. He just is. I mean, until you do it, maybe it's his breakout game. Maybe you know? it I mean, is. We we always these you games. You know who he's going to have a big game? Who? Billingsley. So, nope, he is the most nope. non-talked. <laughs> no, nope. no, I'm saying like no, mm. as in like mm-hmm. he's the most non-talked about person that should be. Elite. Elite, yes. Yeah. After the season he had last year, one catch against Auburn was yeah. that it? The fourth yeah, down. That was it. And, and he comes back. Uh, I do know that he had a really good week of practice against Cincinnati, and we didn't use him a lot in that game. But once again, because we, we didn't have to. to, we were lining up running it up their ass. I mean, that was, yeah, it was just handed off was, and let's go. That, that was, was easy. an opening game victory for me. Yeah, as, yeah, as that was easy. Yeah. That was easy. And you'd have to, but I like that he had a really good week of practice that week, and leading into this. Um, the other side of the ball, though. Somebody's got to cover Brock Bowers. Two, 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 toe, two, two, whatever his name is. If he can just figure out how to cover for one game. Number 19. Just, just, because they're tied in on the first half against us, and they did, they, they're like, hey, we're going to throw to him. And And they threw to him, and they scored. And they kept doing it. I mean. In that first game, yeah. And uh, that's what me and uh, Oliver Rizzo were sitting here. And before the Georgia-Michigan game. And uh, I went, all right, I like to do prop bets on who's going to score the first touchdown. He goes, you mean Georgia or Michigan? It's Georgia. I went, no, no, no. What player in particular? I was like, did you get really good odds picking the player that will score the first touchdown? And he goes, I went, I don't think it will be a running back. I was like, Georgia has three, so it's hard to pick from. And – I was like, the run defenses are both both really good, so I don't think it's a running back. And he goes, he goes, George Pickens. I went, maybe. You know, he's back. He'll be playing. And he goes, and Oliver said it. He goes, oh, uh, that big white guy, number nineteen. I went, Bowers, and yes. he was plus seven fifty money line. So I throw, I was like, I'll throw ten bucks on it. You know, went seventy five yeah. because it's a prop bet. Oliver goes, all right, I'm putting two hundred on it. And I went, <laughs> dude, don't be stupid. I was like, it's a prop bet. I was like. The odds are plus seven fifty for a reason. Yeah. I was like, don't don't be stupid. He goes, Yeah, I already did it. I was like, All right. Powers had the first touchdown. So I won my seventy five bucks. I was really happy with. Oliver wins fifteen hundred. That seems about uh, right. Goes, That's yep. about right. Yep. Yeah, but uh but yeah, but Bob Bowers is gonna be a key. We have to cover that guy. Yeah, it's uh our defense was supposed to be the that was it. Like yeah. our defense is like, we're going to win games. We're going to have to figure out how to score. Our defense is fine. Right. And then we get in the season and we're like, <laughs> yes. what is going on? Yeah. I mean, and I know that we've had a lot of injuries yeah. on the defensive side as well. If we can find a pass rush, I think I, it's so difficult because Georgia's good. Like, we're not – let's not oh, take yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah. it's almost like they're a 2012 version of us right. that hasn't adapted to – the new age style right. of They play. reminded me a you lot know. of the 9 with the three-headed monster running back yeah. and a big defense. Throw the physical, tight end. Throw to the throw tight, end, tight end. A good yep. defense that they reminded me a lot of our you know. 9 And but I mean, we're still better than them. We, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that's the crazy thing. Like you're sitting here, like we're not. 
people are like, we're not very good. I'm like, no, we're no, really, we're really good. good. It's just and, we're and not where we're, we were. We're really good on a rebuilding year. Exactly. With everything that we've lost, you know, if there was ever going to be a rebuilding year, it's this year. Also, I mean, all the reports from this running back from Georgia Tech has been yeah. killing it. He's made, uh, yeah, going going against the best on best and yeah. still killing and he it. He hates Georgia too. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's yeah. even yeah. added. Yeah, even get in more there. added to it. That's a that's good old clean old fashioned hate. And it's nice we're actually in another year where we don't have coaching carousels yeah. going on inside Some the program. Not, yeah, exactly. You don't have the uh, the what is will the coordinator be there for this game? Yeah. yeah. What about your your, Who's your, your, your Bears gonna get uh gonna get old boy from Herbal Fickle or Fickle? I don't know. Um, or Day, I guess. Is that what they were saying? Look, the Bears have. <laughs> When George Hallis, the great George Hallis, died, he left the team to his daughter, Virginia. And she is absolutely the worst thing to ever happen to the city of Chicago. I would like to remind you of the fires and Al Capone and everything else that's going on in Chicago. She is the worst thing to ever happen to the city of Chicago. Just got to do the Alabama vibe. Draft yeah. Alabama players. Yeah, and we don't. The only ones that we have, us, let's go, uh, what, Eddie Jackson in the third round, only because he was there in the third round because <laughs> of the injury. We had uh, Mark Anderson one year on the D-line. Uh, that's great. Um, Lovey Smith told Dante Hightower to his face, if you're there when we come up, you're who I want. You're my guy. You're going to be – Brian Orlocker have one more year on his contract. We all knew he was going to retire. He was going to take over. I mean, the middle linebacker spot for the Chicago Bears is a famed position that has a laundry list of Hall of Famers that have played it, and he was going to step right into that role. And the Bears GM said no. And he took Shea McClellan, (laughs) a white linebacker out of Boise. Who is where now? Well, he actually ended up on the Bears practice squad after some injuries, and then after his three years, his rookie deal – the Bears released him. The Patriots grabbed him, and he was Dante Hightower's backup in New England when they beat Atlanta to win the Super Bowl. And that was the last time I saw him. Because <laughs> he was the backup for him and playing behind him. And I was like, Bears. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, back to, back I would to love the Alabama. That. By the way, I'd love to have uh, Dante Hightower in this game. Because <laughs> yes. all he does is win rings. 100%. All he does is win rings. And that's the thing. He's too. the most underrated NFL guy there is. But everyone coming in the year was like, two, I don't know, however yeah, you say Toto was the smartest guy you've seen on defense. Like, he's going he's yeah. to free up the defense to just go attack. He'll take care of everything. But he's kind of just like – I wouldn't say under, but he's just kind yeah. of been average. And the guy has over 100 tackles. He has over 100 tackles, and he's underperformed. Yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. just like – Because we need it, it – it's not It's not always when you make – it's not always what plays you make, it's when you make plays. Yeah. Yeah, making a tackle when they get the ball on their 20, 25-yard line and they run it for two to three yards, you make a tackle. All right, you made a tackle. But when it's – fourth and two and they're on your seven yard line and you don't make the play or you tackle them after yeah. four yards that's not really a tackle what, also yeah. what's crazy to me is how low how under the radar turnover the, the our defenses have turned have forced turnovers yeah. in the most crucial times that's exactly what we did I to georgia think, that i think is so underrated and underlooked 
Like, when we needed a pick against Auburn, we got two. Yeah. Granted, he couldn't throw the ball. Right, right, legs, right, But still, right, yeah. you still got to make Right, you got to make the plays. And same thing with Georgia. Pick six. It, yeah, the pick six. And that it should have been a pick six on the opening drive. Yeah. And the same route, he jumps it. He's there. You could clear as they tell, okay, uh, yeah. we have worked on this in the film room. Mm-hmm. When they run this, he's same. looking to throw here. We're going to jump this route and take it for six. And he drops the ball. He just doesn't catch it. Yeah. But then in the second half, when they're trying to build momentum and get back in the game, he makes the play, and the game's done. The game's done. Pick sixes will kill you. And uh, that's both teams in this game. You cannot turn the ball over. For me, Georgia has to actually sack Tua. And – uh, Bryce. I, Bryce, I said Tua. I'd love to have Tua again. <laughs> no, nah, I want Bryce. Uh, I want the Heisman winner, not the, not the oh, Gimp. Yeah. Oh, right. I said it. You did. Hey. Hey, you know what? I th- a spade's I, a spade. I, I'm going to say this. I don't think Tua, I think Tua is overrated as far as quarterbacks in Alabama bore. Okay, I'll give you that. I do not. I'm not saying he's not good. No, I don't, no, no. I'm not saying I don't love Tua and I don't wish him – all the best in Miami. I think he's going to be a bust in Miami. I mean, Bryce. With what they I have. Mean, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Almost won a game with the same team that he Right. Uh, and I mean, if he doesn't throw a ball off the back of a yeah, back, the, you know. yeah, if we run that game down on the plains, if that mm-hmm. one doesn't hit him in the back and, you know, the 100-yard pick six. I mean, I don't think we – Because Jalen Waddle went – I'm going to have five touchdowns yeah, today. That LSU team was – they were, they, they, were they were something good. They were good. Know, they, were, you know, they were a special team. And we almost and, beat them. Yeah, exactly. And they were up by 20 at the half. But I'll give you the two. I, I'll give you uh, I, I think that A.J. McCarron, uh, what he did in college as far as being a college quarterback was extremely special. He was one play away from a three-peat. There's well, no yeah, doubt in exactly. my mind we don't win. Exactly. And I agree with that. Uh, I think that you look at all the others that we've had come through, and we haven't even got into you know, the the – the fact that Alabama has the MVPs of Super Bowls one, two, and three in Bart Starr and Joe Namath, yeah. we hadn't discussed Kenny Stabler. But we don't have quarterbacks. We don't. We don't but we don't. Stabler. We don't do quarterbacks here, right? <laughs> we don't do quarterbacks. We just MVPs of the first three Super Bowls. But whatever. Um, I mean, you you look at what uh, Matt. I mean, Matt still has a chance to win that division this year as a rookie. Yeah. Now. They gotta have Buffalo lose and and then win. And Buffalo's playing the Jets. Do we think Mac is that good, or do we think the division is? I think it's the system. I think that, and I, I think that's true of every player that goes to the NFL. Is you have to go to a system that fits yeah. you. And I mean, for quarterbacks to get drafted really high, I think that you're going into a world of hurt. It's huh. really really tough because. They're dropping that high because they're not good. They're not very good. And it's the O-line, and you don't have the weapons, and you don't have everything else. And so that, that's always a really, really tough situation. That's why I, I don't think, you know, it, it takes years for them to hopefully do well. And you have to be so special to overcome that. Peyton Manning set the record for interceptions by a rookie. I know. I'm a Colts fan. Yeah, because they threw him <laughs> out there. But Peyton Manning was a special quarterback. Yeah. That was able to – and once they got him that O-line and they got him uh, Jeff Saturday what they did and all Andrew those guys. Luck and then Andrew Luck left. Yeah. And, yeah. well, Andrew Luck, that's uh, yeah. that's what happens when you go out to California and get a head case. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, okay. that's where you find bums like Aaron Rodgers. Look, we're, win, we're one win away from the playoffs. It's all yeah. All right. And you know what? It's, uh, it's an interesting scenario there because you go to Jacksonville where you haven't won since 2014. 
but you win that game, you're in. It is Jacksonville. Yeah. Surely Trevor Lawrence doesn't do it to you again. If he does, I'll cry. Probably. Yeah. Um, cry. I wouldn't cry. It's yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, but then that afternoon, was it uh, Raiders uh, Chargers? Raiders Chargers. If they tie, they both get they in. both get in. If we lose, if you lose, if we lose, we need the Chargers to win. Right. And the Steelers to lose. Yeah, it's it's so much crazy scenarios. I kind of like the NFL when it's. Oh, like I this. love it! I love it! I love it! Except for the fact that my Bears are stupid. We live in NFL purgatory. <laughs> I mean, we draft in the middle of the pack every year. We you never don't draft. do yourself any favors. No, we we were mathematically eliminated going into two weeks ago, and we've won each of the last two weeks. Just lose. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it from the player standpoint because they're fighting for their jobs. Oh yeah. But, come on, Nagy, it's terrible. Anyway, back to the national championship game. I want a score prediction. And I'm going to tell you, before I did this, I text Oliver and I text my man Claymore, two devout listeners of the show, and I asked him, I was like, what's your score prediction? Now, Clay replied, 34-17 Bama. Yeah, that seems a little low to me. But and then he asked what mine was. I didn't reply. Uh, Oliver, of course, has not replied. It's like he's at work right now or something. <laughs> he's got to have his priorities. That's the bat signal. The bat signal can't go up in the middle of the day and you not show up. I don't know. It's. I mean, we scored forty on him before. Once again, we. I'm gonna go thirty-eight, twenty-eight. Hmm. And 28 is them scoring late. Late. I, I really like where you're out on that score. Because my score that I had here was 34-28. And I think that we end up kicking a couple of field goals at different times through the game. But I, I had it at it was 34-21. That's 55. The over's already hit. Georgia gets a late touchdown. Try to onside kick. <laughs> they try to onside kick. Whether we recover the old kick or you know it would be great is that they got it and then they, they, they hit a pass, but their receiver falls down and they don't have any more timeouts. And, they just, and the clock just runs out. Just one big Just slowly runs out. Because that one was – that was a fun game. I just enjoyed SEC Championship when we looked across – because, I mean, in that stadium it was easily 80-20. Yeah. And by the middle of the fourth quarter they were all gone. gone. And it was so mm-hmm. awesome because they all – that first half or first quarter, they all thought they were. Oh uh, yeah, they, they, were, they, they thought they were, they were over the top hump. five, and they were laughing. They were like, "We did it. We're gonna beat them." And then we just. Oh. Ah. And, and I mean, how many different ways can you rip Georgia's heart out? And like people, people ask you, they're like, "Is it like boring being Alabama?" I said, "It's boring, for the most part." I'll give you that. Like during the regular season, yeah. there's two games. I said, but y'all don't realize like there's Georgia's fan base is the. Like people say all the time, they are, they are the worst. Fa- they're the they're the they Ohio State. They have a vote Vanderbilt trophy case. Yeah, that, that's what I, I was gonna say. Ohio State mouths with a Vanderbilt trophy case. That's what that's what you hear a lot from. Like they don't have anything. They don't have anything. The, and they think like they just Herschel Walker. They talk all this trash and they're like, yeah, we're gonna get them. And then if you, you walk through this them, campus, you walk through this campus. And you ask every kid that you run into, and I say kid because they're students, they're young, yeah. about Herschel Walker. Most of them are going to have no idea. Most of them don't even know who that is. Most of them don't know who A.J. McCarron is. Exactly. You're right. Let's be honest. That's right. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I learned that 
I did, uh, you know, when I was involved downtown at uh, yeah. Sports Bar down there, we did sports trivia. Because trivia is popular at a lot of the yeah. bars. I went, well, we're sports bar. Let's do sports trivia. And I realized real quick, because every week I'd have different categories, you know, five questions from NHL or MLB yeah. or, you know, whatever's going on. And then there was always going to be Alabama category. Yeah. And I realized real quick I had to dumb that Alabama category oh, down because yeah. everybody was like, Man, these questions, they're way too hard. Where'd you get these? I was like, off the top of my head? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where, what do you, how did you get in school here? It's. Yeah, you know, but, uh, and you had to, you have to dumb it down. And you cannot go back before saving. If you bring up a Sean Alexander, they have no idea. Here's the question. If we win, do you think Saban hangs it up? Absolutely not. I don't either. Absolutely not. Nick Saban is not here. To try and set certain records. Oh, he does. He just enjoys it. He, he really just enjoys it and the kids. Like he, yes, he loves <laughs> the, getting these kids to the next level, maturing them. Right. The camaraderie that he has, and right now with the machine, he has it all oh in place. He has it rolling. He's on. He's yeah. He's in Trip Rogers land. I don't <laughs> have to actually do any work. Just show up. Yeah, I just show up and be me, and I Boom. make millions of dollars and do nothing. <laughs> Yeah, he, he like, yeah, he's like, he, he shows up, chews somebody's ass every now and then. Sorry, Rocky, you probably got to take that. Yeah. But, you know, get it, get in somebody and then uh, go so ahead. So I made this point to one of my – in a group text the other day, and I don't know your opinion on it. This was, this was just my opinion. I think Saban has realized he doesn't need to get these young upcoming coordinators because all they're using him for is stepping stones. Right. I think he's figured out – if I go get older, more experienced guys, they're more likely to stay longer right. than to jump for another. Right. And then I'm not here every week looking for – every yeah. every year looking for a new coordinator. I agree with that. So. I agree with that. I think that – but I also know, think Nick is one of those guys that – well, I think that part of the reason he was looking at the younger up-and-comings for a while was he wanted the offense changed. He saw the direction of football – and where it was going, if I if I want to get there, and he had to go get the young guys that ran those offense, yeah, there, and the lane train fit well, and the defense get the right get the defense, guys, yeah, you know, to, to defensive line combat that those sideways. defenses, and the the smaller, faster uh, linebackers and stuff. The yeah, you speed. know the six six guys are real small, yeah, They're real yeah. small. He's a rookie to the show. He didn't know to mute his phone. Yeah, um, mm. he's by no way a rookie. <laughs> but now that we got the national title game pick, you've joined third dark magic. You've been in dark league now three weeks. You played three times, and you played three good teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now the uh, you played two good teams, uh, two play, definite playoff teams. The dead monkeys that we played on Tuesday, uh, yeah, with Robert and George and all them. That's a that's a perennial good team. That, guy, that guy's good. Yeah, yeah. He, I like, like he hits the outs when he gets down yeah, there, don't he? he? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's my problem. I can't get out. Yeah. And I, I had that problem last night in the tournament here. How about this? This week, I played in the Sunday tournament here at Unique. Monday, we played league against Danny Shanahan, the four-time defending champion, Dartman Cummins. Did y'all win that one? I was yeah, there. we won that one eight to four. Um, and then uh, I stuck around, though, because we did it at five, so Red Chick still had their tournament. Yeah. I played in their tournament and made it to the finals. I actually lost to Scotty Max team, uh, me and Russell. Lost to Scotty Mack and Will. No, it wasn't Will. Somebody else. Might have been Will. No, it was Will. We lost to them in the final. 
So played a lot that night. Turn around Tuesday, we play league against Robert and them. Turn around Wednesday, I'm in the singles league also. I played that match at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Seven games. It's seven games of 501 double up. I play that. Uh, I beat Wee Man in that. That was, all right, come on. Yeah. I just took him down to the post can and he couldn't do the, anything with me. Can you see the board? He can't. Uh, he's really good on the bottom of it, too. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I was able to beat him. And then I, we go over to Houndstooth and play BIA that night. Last night, we had our singles tournament here. I played in it, and then we do a uh, bull shoot afterwards. The bull shoot is real quick, real easy. You get nine darts, so three rounds. Yeah, you, you, know, you pay five bucks to get in it, then the winner gets the pot. All you do is throw at bulls. The only thing that matters is bulls. And whoever hits the most bulls in those nine darts, they advance, losers out, and you know, whoever wins, wins. Um, we do give money back for whoever hits the most darts in there in a nine dart you know, round, yeah. in, in one round. Uh, whoever hits the, because you'll have somebody come up and hit five or six in one round and then lose the next round because they've lost it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so we give money back for whoever hit the most. But I played in that tonight. It's Will Hollyhand's birthday. Oh, yeah. And so Will came to me and was like, hey, man, I'd like to have a dart tournament, unique, blah, blah, my birthday. I was like, yeah, that's cool. We can do that. And he's like, all right, uh, we're, I'm going to throw $500 in the pot. I'll talk about, now, no, a normal pot, we do, here we do $7 per player. $2 from each player goes to the high dart out. The rest of it goes to the pot. The bar throws money on top of it, $50 to $70, depending on yeah. how many are here, on top of it. And so you, and then we pay out first, second, third. So, a normal Sunday afternoon tournament or a Thursday night tournament, first place would be sixty to seventy bucks. Well, in a team that's split, so that's like you know thirty to thirty-five each. Thursday night singles, it's all just you. And then you get around forty or so, you know, so twenty each on uh, on teams, and then uh, third place. You get around twenty bucks, so yeah, you at least get a little more than your money back. Yeah. But then the high dart out, two dollars from each player. I mean, two Thursdays ago we had sixteen players, so that's thirty-two bucks for hitting the out, you know, the yeah. highest out of the night. Um, well, he's throwing five hundred on top of that tonight, so you better bring your A game, Colton. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna play in that. Not only, not only that, we're actually bringing in a couple extra boards. To try and make this thing go a little quicker. Yeah, I was about to say. And it will be teams, so teams goes quicker than uh, you know singles because you get sixteen people coming in. Singles takes a little bit of time. It does, uh, especially when they're drinking and the inebriation of it. Yeah, it slows things down. I'm 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 team. Put a mini calculator in my pocket so I can yeah. add and subtract faster. Well, you don't have to worry about that because luckily for you, you play with me and Keon, and we're really good at math. Yeah, uh, that's so that's an advantage. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> have you uh, have you have you talked to Scotty Matt? Do you know how he's doing? He on is the out in public. He is actually, I guess you could say we was recalled off a of COVID list today. Okay, okay. So he, he is uh, able to move around. I made contact with him. He passed me on the way here. Next week's the last week of the regular season, and there's still a lot up in the air because while our team, yeah, we play uh, short shafts and sticky tips from. Uh, top show. We were having a really good season for them. They're they're in the middle of the pack. They pulled some wins that uh, they actually beat Bia that you know we played the other night. 
Uh, they pulled some wins that in the past I don't think they would have, but they've been throwing well. They've been practicing and did getting we, better. Did and we win the other night when we played in Houndstooth? No, we lost 7-5. Um, we were tied 5-5 five to five when you and I left. And, the pro shoot and Keon and Navarro, they didn't get it done. It happens. But it happens. It was, yeah, it's, it's pro shoot. I should have won way. my singles match and then we would have been. Yeah, we had some other games. Uh, well, you you and I in our game, you left me on you know great out thirty two. I've got to hit that, and that's normally uh, normally where we make our money is I uh, I, I hit the outs. So uh, it's called I, third dart magic. It's called third dart magic because our team, whenever we first started, we would miss, miss, and then hit a triple, you know, and hit that. Uh, it's, it's like you had a solid round, yeah. you know, yeah. and. Uh, it's, it's about staying focused on it and not getting – you know, you throw that first dart and you had a triple one or a triple five, you don't give up on it. You stay yeah. focused, you keep throwing, and that third dart, bam, you hit it. Yeah, and that really – if you're the other team watching and you watch a team miss, miss, triple, miss, miss, triple, it demoralizes them. They're like, my God. Uh, I did throw a nine mark last night oh, wow. in, uh, in cricket. Uh I was pretty happy with it, except I couldn't stop laughing. And I did it against Paul for Glory Bound. And Paul goes, I want to congratulate you, but I know one of them was complete BS. <laughs> and my first dart, like, uh, I come up and I'm throwing at 19. And my first dart hits a triple 16. Well, I just go back to the 19, triple 19, then my third dart, triple 18. And he's like, two of those darts were really good. You lucky, lucky bastard. All right, real quick. Let's jump back over here out of Dart League because there we still we also have a makeup game with Sam Adams' team. And when next week being the last week of the season, we got to get that in. But Sam's team has to get in town. And most of them work at Galette's. So you know we're not available. None of us are available Monday. Monday. Tuesday's going to be a Tuesday stretch. we have our league. We already have our league match against Mallory and them. And then because they work at Galette's, would they be available Wednesday? Wednesday. Probably not. Um, the first one of the semester. Yeah. And so then you're going to turn around and it's like, okay, well, you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Luckily, with our team, who, who makes your schedule? Well, that would be you. Yeah, that would be me. Scotty Mack makes I'm his. Al- I'm always – I don't, I don't yeah. work nights till the weekend. Yeah. Scotty, so. Scotty Mack makes his. That's I make mine. Keon, Keon makes, makes his. And the boys. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in a good spot, good spot as far as being able to you know, get a game in. But some of the other teams, they, they have a tougher time with makeup games because they're like, uh, we got two guys that have to work that night and you know, stuff. It's like, what? Oh, tough look. Yeah. Should have had a better guidance counselor yeah. told you to manage a board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, NFL this week. Um, obviously, you're a Colts fan. If there's a team that gets in that you would consider dangerous, is there one particular team that you look at and go – because I think there's so much parity in the NFL this year. I mean, I'm not going to – I want to sound like a homer. When we beat the Patriots and then we beat <laughs> the Cardinals, yeah, that's when the COVID thing ramped up. And we beat the Cardinals without Darius Leonard, without three of our interior linemen. We could have an outside chance to win. On the radio this morning, they were talking about the same thing. Um, I, don't, I don't think we will because – Carson Wentz in the playoffs. But he, he's yeah, so good, he and he's he so he bad. Can. He can I, be. Honestly, Dr. Jekyll I and Mr. Hyde. 
it's it's more of like an elimination. I, I feel I usually go by like an elimination process. Yeah. I think the Patriots could do it. I don't think they're there yet. I don't either. I think they're. Your I way. don't think the Chargers are consistent enough to win. They're definitely not three on the road. Yeah, definitely not. The Bengals could. The Bengals O line is a is a is is their but, problem. Yeah. Then again, you go to that and Joey B. Yeah, I mean, he's st- technically still a rookie. If we're being, yeah, I mean, yeah, with you know, the injury. Um, I mean, and I, I, here's the thing with Cincinnati: they have everything in play. And they're explosive, and you watch them against Kansas City. They're down two scores, and bam, bam, they're right back in that game. I mean, but that O line is such a huge thing, and that's where how, I, do you, how, how do you not from that from that side the the, the Titans. Right, if Derrick Henry comes back. He is back. Derrick Henry's going to run the ball fifty. He times. waited. Derrick Henry waited until my fantasy season was completely done, <laughs> and that's in my keeper league. Now, in in the uh, in the hospitality league that we're in, yeah, uh, Trip Rogers is the one that had to. He lost Derrick Henry and Henry Ruggs in twenty four hours. <laughs> but I think Tennessee. I don't <laughs> yes. like who can. No one. He's going to wear your defense. He's. We did it here. He's going to wear. He is ready to go. Yeah. They're going to give him the ball. They are going to feed that And beast. they're going to give him the ball, and they're going to give him the ball. And Tannehill is just good enough yeah. to get the ball. to. Yeah, the, he went to, to A&M as a wide receiver. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And but he's just good enough. Mike Sherman was their, uh, their head coach when he was there. And after that season, Sherman got fired. He got hired as the Dolphins' offensive coordinator, and they then drafted Ryan Tannehill. And I really thought that was going to be a good fit for him because – Similar to what you're seeing with Mac Jones, you're not having to learn a lot of your terminology and a lot of the systems the yeah. same makes it easier for a rookie quarterback. And he was terrible. He was awful in Miami. He had had moments of brilliance, you know, like big or a big game here and there. I mean, but he was bad. Miami trades him off to Tennessee just to get him off the payroll and you know get something. And oh. Well, if you have Derrick Henry behind you, it makes you a pretty good – yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> People I mean, are just, open. The NFC – like the AFC – By the that, way, they still haven't used Julio Jones or uh, Brown outside. So, I mean – Yeah, you gotta think, that's a dangerous team. They Tennessee gets the – if they get the one seed, they get a bye. <laughs> then they probably are going to end up playing – I mean, right now, if everything ended today, we line up to play the Bengals, the Patriots, and the, the Buffalo. Is it weird we haven't mentioned Kansas City? Night like, as far as but like, you as said a team. someone that has come out of the I mean they're kind of like a yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know I was saying? looking for more of a dark horse like I would say the, and that's the thing on the other side how do you not go with Green Bay or Tampa Bay I don't go with Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl they'll be in the NFC Championship game then they'll donkey it up like they always but do but you know you already know you already know Dallas is going to choke in the first round <laughs> Arizona's proved they're not <laughs> here's the thing with Arizona going to the last week and I have not seen if this stat has changed. But going into last week, they had fumbled more times than any team in the NFL. But they have the fewest turnovers of any team in the NFL. They keep fumbling and the ball, they keep getting it back. Or like Dallas was out of timeouts, couldn't challenge. Oh, yeah, I think they win that game probably. Mike McCarthy cost them that game. Shocker. Yeah. He's cost a lot of good times. Yeah, he's a a bad coach. Um, (laughs) I've got a Cowboys buddy, and he he was like, great. We used to watch the Packers lose like this, and now we're going to get to watch us lose like this. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Well, McCarthy got uh, hornswoggled by Cliff Kingsbury in the third quarter. It's fourth down. It's an obvious field goal yeah. chance. Kingsbury leaves his offense on the field. 
Dallas had automatically run. They look up whilst the offense is out there. They burn a timeout. You literally see Cliff Kingsbury laugh yeah. when he takes the timeout, and then they send the field goal team out. Yeah. And, and nobody really thought much about it because, oh, they burned a timeout in the middle of the third quarter. Oh, you cannot burn a timeout. But at the, the end of that quarter. game, but at the end of that game, when they did fumble and Dallas would have gotten the ball back, they didn't have a timeout There's to nothing that bothers me more. When we're in a close game and we have to burn a timeout yes. in the third quarter for something stupid, right? Because you're like, we are gonna like we will so need we are that. Gonna it need will come back and bite us every time. You know, hopefully it doesn't. But like, mm-hmm. I will cuss and yell so hard because it's something stupid. It's like someone not paying attention on the sideline, <laughs> getting in the game. Yep. Like our defense is just discombobulated, and, and Saban takes a timeout, and I'm just like, what are, are we, we doing? doing? Yeah, you 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 need those. And that's what a head coach's main job really is. And when you get into games. It's a lot more crucial. Or it's not as crucial because you have the two minute warning. But from the standpoint of a challenge, it is very crucial to have timeouts. And and at the NFL, I think it's more crucial than college because college, you get the clock stopping after every first down, you know, and all that. But yeah, in the NFL. Or you just drag a running back out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe do that. Maybe do that. But. You got to anyway. Auburn when you can. Yeah, oh, absolutely. What an idiot. What an <laughs> idiot. All I, he's got is go, if he goes down there, we lose that game. Well, 100%. We don't go down the field in 47 seconds. No, 35 no not seconds, at all. However long it Yeah, was. not at all. The game's over. <laughs> we lose it. <laughs> uh, we don't. Yeah, thanks. Uh, one of my favorite memes from that game was somebody posted. They said, Alabama just out Auburn to Auburn at Auburn. It's the best. It was the best feeling ever. Yeah, it really it was. It might be one of the most – like satisfying, just like hate for Auburn wins <laughs> ever, because like we did it to them in the Auburn. It's it's always like, fun. It's always fun to just you know annihilate them like we usually do here oh, at the house. But down there, to, I swear to God, down there to rip their heart out like that. They uh, thought. I mean, they were they had the, they won the game. Oh yeah, they have won the game. They were letting students in with the ID so they could rush the field. Their defense had done everything that they needed to do. You, I mean, you got to give it to them. They, yeah, I mean. Like that would have been one of the games where like they beat us. And instead like, of yeah, and instead of them and I I liked that they didn't go gust bus on it and it wasn't all a bunch of trick plays and reverses and you know, quadruple, you know, throwback passes. They just lined up and played football. They beat us. And they, they were yeah, they, they they had they did. That was like we you know, you talked about Brian had it going that day. The, the the few losses fortunately that we have, you know, there's only one or two where teams actually beat us, mm-hmm. you know, where they just lined up and beat us. We didn't right. beat our, you know. Yeah, a turnover is going to happen. But right. like, the, the five turnover game against Ole Miss, yeah, they didn't yeah, really beat yeah, us. No. Clemson in the title game beat, beat us. Uh, and, yeah. Auburn, I feel like Auburn down there when Jalen was the quarterback, they yeah. beat us pretty – I mean, the clap thing, yeah, that yeah. happened. But they beat us. Yeah, pretty, they did. For they the most they part beat us that in that game. game. And that don't have an offense. No. And but when that happens, you just kind of be like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you lost. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you're, you're better today than we were. Um, let's hope that's not the case on Monday. Correct. Um, just, I mean, to win back to back is special. To win back to back Heisman's and national titles is unheard of. And not only. And the fact that everybody's coming back. Hey, hey, college football fans out there, if you're not a fan of Alabama and, and you don't like it, you're not going to want to watch next year at yeah. all. Not one if game. If we win, just don't watch anymore. Of all the new coaches that have come into uh, the SEC this year or, or in the past couple of years, look at the past couple of years, 
Which team scares you the most or about up and coming? If Brian Kelly can figure it out, mm. that's a monster down there. Because mm. if you can keep if you can keep your talent in state, Louisiana is a hotbed of talent. And then you can, and then obviously you pick your your top guys. Right. Which if he can figure that out, yeah, they're dangerous. They're LSU dangerous. is so dangerous. Arkansas's coach has. Impressed. I love Sam Pittman. He has impressed me more right. than I really thought he. Sam would. Pittman has has really really been impressive, and he's an O line guy. And I, I've said you heard me say it a million times. I don't care if it's peewee football through the NFL. If you dominate the line of scrimmage, you dominate the game. the game. Yeah. I and mean, without some crazy turnovers, you're going to win the game. I don't know that anyone can win at Florida now. No. If Dan Mullen could – I feel like I Dan – Dan Mullen's a clown. He is. He doesn't Dan Mullen, he And Dan recruit. Mullen is not a likable person. No. Uh, Jeremy Foley, that was the AD at Florida, told Florida – because he was gone when they hired Dan Mullen. And he told them, do not hire him – People don't want to work with him. He goes, he was here under Urban. Yeah. When he goes, I'm telling you, most people don't like him. They don't want to coach with him. They don't want to be around him. But then you got Tennessee. They 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 were decent. Te- yeah, I mean, they were. He they did were up and coming. Beamer, what Beamer did. Is yeah. He, I mean, there's some. But the thing is, we always, we say this when I new do coaches like, get in, and yeah. then they just beat up on each other. Right. Like, I, do like, uh, I do like uh, Florida's hire, though. I, do, I think it was a good hire. I think it was a good hire. And, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. There's talent in Florida. I mean, you But know. now you're not just recruiting against Florida State and Miami. South Florida and Central Florida and everybody yeah. else. You're recruiting I against all of them. clown in Central and that, Florida. Yeah, and, and that's what uh, Texas has run into. See, that's what Texas A&M. I think, yeah. I think Texas A&M is going to run into a problem here when Texas comes in. Right. Because now they don't have the, well, you can well, play we're in Texas. In the SEC. And now we're in the SEC. Yeah. Well, now nah, big dog. Yeah. Daddy over here. Right. Yeah, that, that's you know, and, and but there's so many schools in Texas that are doing well now between Baylor and SMU and you know, how come, how does Baylor how, how does Baylor keep finding these coaches? It's prayer, buddy. It's like, prayer. It's a Baptist like, college. It's all prayer. Uh, <laughs> rule, Matt Rule was that his name? <coughs> like I think yes. he'll figure it out in in up there and for the Panthers. Like he's yeah. a good coach. Yeah. He won games and now they find this, this guy yeah. just winning games that they, they just like, keep bringing them what, in. What, what are they doing to find these head coaches that just, and they just win. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it is the big 12 and it's kind of right. like, you know, here and there, but like, but they're, Oklahoma, they're good. I think, and I, I do feel like they were very fortunate. I think if Matt Corral doesn't go down, Ole Miss beats them in the Sugar Bowl. I agree. Uh, I had Ole Miss. I would have, t- I think I had, had Ole Miss, Ole Miss very, game. very big in the confidence points. Because Matt Corral had come back, and, and for me, bowl games are all about who wants to be there. That might have ruined these kids play, not playing in the, oh, in the game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, everybody, like, they were getting bashed on social media for opting out, opting out, opting out. And then, that and then he plays and gets hurt. 28 and plays or 26, something like that. You're going to see so many more opt It out. sucked, too, because, I, I mean, I, and so many I agents, liked him. Like he, was, yeah. like, he was fun to watch. So many agents are going to be pointing at it going – Told you you could be that guy. Yeah. That could be yeah. it. Go sit down and be a first. Yeah. At top three rounds, anywhere in the top three rounds, you're talking about generational changing money. Yeah. Yeah, in the NFL. Exactly. And you, you know, so. Well, you look at Jamar Chase. Yeah. He knew exactly what was going to happen last year at LSU. Yeah. He was like, I can't get any better. Yeah. What's the point? Right. I mean, can, can you and fault the guy? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and. Man, he's been big, and he's had some weeks in the league. I mean, the, the Bengals, league. I mean. They're, they're good. You get hot. All you need to do is get hot for four, three or four weeks. Absolutely. 
Alright, Steed. That is our Oliver just text. Oliver says 2717. Okay, a little defense. 2717. Okay. It's inside. There's no weather. It's fine. Yeah. Bryce is gonna throw In that Indy. thing. It's gonna be cold outside. We're gonna run we're gonna run hurry up the whole time watch. Oh yeah, I think we're going fast. Um I think we're gonna throw the player that we didn't mention that's gonna make the play to change the game. This is a spoiler alert. If you wanna watch the game and enjoy it, <laughs> then don't listen to this part. Because this isn't a prediction. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Third quarter, it's going to be a relatively close game. Will Anderson, strip sack, fumble recovery. Do we score on it? Is it a scoop score? I don't know. I don't know if we get in the end zone, but it gives us field position in their red zone at minimum. That's a guy that might not and play then we next score. Year. And then we score. I'm down. I love Will Anderson. Yeah. That dude's a fucking animal. And you know who Will Anderson doesn't like? Not being recruited by Georgia, where he grew up wanting to go. Will Anderson makes the play that changes this game. Roll Tide. I'm here for it. We get another title. Are you tired of printing up cups? About you know, for, with we don't we don't do numbers. We okay, do yeah, numbers. I know. That, that, we just we let, every, out at we let, we let everybody, we let everybody else waste money on printing yeah. new ones. Yeah, don't do new cups. We'll we just, just yeah. we'll just do our thing over here. <laughs> yeah, I like if people lose count. I mean, you know, it's like the oh, Ramen Jamas Burger just keeps getting bigger. And bigger. <laughs> that thing's gigantic. No, can't I can't even eat it anymore. <laughs> I had to be so hungover to eat that burger. Yeah. All right. Steve, I want to thank you for being here. Yep. Thank you for, for taking time out of making your schedule. Now that schedule flies down, yeah. I know that's like a five-day process. What do you all have, like 500 employees? <laughs> Something like I'm that? Too many. Yeah, 500. There's like 10 dudes, and the rest <laughs> of them are all ridiculously hot girls. Uh, go by and see Sneed. Uh, <laughs> after you do, maybe stop by here and bring some of those girls back yeah. with you. I'll be here waiting on you. Uh, <laughs> that is our time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. But when you get married, like Steve, you'll definitely have no problem with this. Make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. Thanks for listening. (laughs)